I'm your host, Rainbow Raja, and this month we are going to be exploring inner child wounds. We are going to be playing with your inner child. We're going to be giving them the love and attention that they deserve. Now, our inner child is literally our childlike self from when we were, you know, kids. It's that adventurous, that fearless, that creative little spirit that you had before the heaviness and density of the world. You suppressed all of your your ambition <laughs> to, to create that rocket ship that was going to take you to the moon, right? So there's, there's so many of us, I'd say all of us, we all have child wounds. We all have these inner child wounds. Inner child wounds stem from feeling abandoned from people who betray us and us feeling like we can't trust them. It's all of those events that make a child realize the world isn't as safe. The world isn't as wonderful as we came here believing that it was. Where reality sets in. Now, innocence, that purity of heart, is such a precious thing. No matter what age you lost it at, there is an inner child within you that is still crystallized, waiting to be recognized. Their their gifts, their, their hobbies, their ideas, their thoughts... Their spark is there for you to access. But we have to do a little bit of work to be able to reach that inner child, to be able to let them out, let them be free. But I will be giving you guys some really good, strong practices where you can begin to do your own inner child work. Because I I believe being able to tap into that reservoir of of unlimited, I don't know, unlimited potential is is such a powerful, powerful thing. Um, A lot of my art, a lot of my spontaneity comes from my own inner child. Um, She's so feisty, she's reckless, (laughs) um, which did not do so well in my teens. But, you know, I love my inner child. And she needs some nurturing. She needs to feel like, you know, like somebody wants to play with her. Somebody wants to give her some time. And um, I hope that you guys can recognize where your inner children, because there's so many people listening, children might be needing that kind of attention, that kind of nurturing. So I'm just going to ask you guys all just to take a moment. Close your eyes. If you're able to, don't, don't do that if you're driving. But take a moment. Think back and just grab the first memory you can as a child. Like, what's the, what's the first memory you can remember? Just one, just one. Just grab it as it flies through. So my first memory is 
I'm sitting in this tree. I'd climb the tree. I used to like hang out in this tree and I would watch the traffic and I'd like talk to the birds and um, I had a bunch of fairy friends I would like hang out with and this little tree was like, this was my safe haven, right? And that, just that memory gives me so much information about the the kind of inner child, the kind of spirit that I had. I was close to nature. I really loved mythical creatures and, and imagine, I used my imagination to the fullest. I liked kind of a slow pace because I was sitting in a tree just relaxing and watching, watching the traffic. I would spend all day in that tree. So for me, it was like being in nature, being being able to connect to the world around me and the other the other dimensional planes. At the time, I thought it was just my imagination. So we'll go with imagination, right? So what what's your memory? You know, what, what are you guys coming up with? Try and dissect that memory so that you can get some some information about your inner child, right? What's another memory? Well, another memory I have is I used to create these little like like forts and playhouses and I'd have all these secret bases. They were really cool. They were some of them were even like kind of underneath people's houses. <laughs> Not the best place to hide. But nobody could find me and it was super secret. And you know, it was it was cool. It was super cool. I I just was climbing over fences, climbing up and down of things. I was I was a really active kid. I was so adventurous and definitely fearless and I I I wanted to create a a world that was beyond beyond the world that I was in. So where did your inner child get stifled? Now I can tell you when when my inner child was getting stifled, well, my parents thought I had a very active imagination. Oh, rainbow, there is no such thing as fairies. There is no such thing as werewolves. They didn't start that way. Of course, my parents waited until I was you know ten or so to start to start saying that. But it was always you have an overactive imagination. Sometimes it's a good thing. Sometimes they go, wow, you, you invented this? You created this by yourself? Yeah, I did. Well, that's so neat. Other times it was, you know, um, the ghost in my room would do something and my parents didn't believe me. You know, so that, that stifled me. I felt unheard. I felt misunderstood. I felt blamed. For things that were not my fault. So where was your inner child stifled? Think of some instances. Think of some memories. Some other times that I was stifled, you know, my parents would make promises to do things and I was so excited I had this whole plan. And suddenly, 
they just wouldn't get around to it. And as a kid, being told, oh, yeah, we're going to go to the park, going to go get to play, you know, to a kid, that is everything. Now, now that I'm an adult, I can see, wow, like work gets in the way, other circumstances get in the way, you know, plans fall through a lot, a lot. And as a kid being promised these things and then having things fall through was devastating. That made me not trust my parents. That made me not trust other, you know, other adults. Made me realize, you know, people could lie. I didn't even know that was an option. And then being lied to, you want to try it yourself. So where were you stifled? Where did you lose trust? Where did your plans fall apart? Where did you get disappointed? Now, all of these memories that bring up and elicit emotions within you in your childhood, these are wounds. We're talking the painful ones, right? Because the good ones, you don't want to, you don't want to consider those wounds. But there are, there are enough times in my past that I see, I see pain. I see a little, little me crying. I see a little me unable to, uh, unable to feel accepted, feel like their experiences validated. They just wanted someone to play with them. They just wanted someone to spend time with them. They just wanted someone to be there with them. These moments of pain, these moments where you really recognize your, your inner child lost a little bit of innocence, those are the moments that we want to utilize for healing. Now, the different methods you can go about doing that, there's so many. You can do mirror work or you take a mirror you look at yourself in the eyes and you have an actual conversation with your inner child. Hey, inner child. Hey, little rainbow. I, I, I remember when y- you were promised to go to the park and you were so disappointed that that didn't happen. I see you. I'm so sorry that you are disappointed, but... I can see that your mom and dad really wanted to take you to the park. Things just didn't work out that way. But guess what? You got to go to the park the next day, didn't you? So we can let go of that, can't we? How about this? To make up for that time, we didn't get to go to the park when we were a kid. How about you and I? We go to the park today. Let's go to the park. How about we play in the backyard? Just you and me. Let's climb that tree. Let's do it together right now. I'll spend the next 30 minutes. Nobody is going to judge you for 30 minutes, you guys. Nobody is going to judge you for 30 minutes. And even if you go and climb on some playground equipment for 30 minutes, you can always just tell somebody it's part of your workout routine. If anybody gives you any looks, just be like, hey, it's part of my workout routine. It's part of my therapy. Who cares? 
Give yourself that playtime. You will remember how much you loved it. And those little moments of giving your inner child what they missed out on will make up so much of a difference now. You know, maybe maybe you're self-conscious and you can't go to a playground. You just really can't bring yourself to do that. So what else did your inner child like? What did you like to do as a kid? Did you like cake? Did you like, I don't know, making stuff out of boxes? Did you like hanging upside down? Did you like making a fort? What did you like to do? Did you like to read under the stars? Did you like, what did you like? Now pick something that isn't video game or TV or like electronic related, okay? Try your best to pick something that allows you to really, really, truly connect with yourself without the distraction of technology. It's, it's so important. Because if you're, if you're playing a video game, adults can play video games, you know? So try and pick something that you enjoy doing that you don't enjoy doing anymore or maybe you feel silly enjoying doing as an adult, okay? So that mirror work is about having a communication with your inner child and bringing solutions for those wounds. Whether that be hugging, you know, hugging yourself and looking at yourself in your eyes and your mirror and being like, I love you, I'm sorry you were hurt. You know, talk through these situations. See yourself as a child. Talk to yourself as you would a wounded child. Give yourself the love you wish you received in those moments. Mirror work can become a powerful tool. You need a good mirror for it, and that's all you need. So the next kind of inner child work you can do besides mirror work and then obviously taking the steps to conclude the mirror work, right, where you are enacting those situations to heal the wound, right? The next kind of practice you can do is journey work. That's listening to guided meditations. That's drumming yourself into a journey or listening to a drum track into a journey with the intention to meet your inner child in a specific place and time to work on one of those traumas. So you want to pick a trauma You want to go into your journey, go into your guided meditation, and you want to interact with your inner child to resolve the trauma. You want to give yourself what you wish you had received in that moment. It's just like the mirror work, but it's more internalized. Everybody has a different process. Some people need to be able to see, to feel, to interact with their own body, with their own self. Maybe inner visualization is difficult. So this journey is for those people who are really good at visualization and that that feels like a good connection for you. Okay, so it's pretty much the same as the mirror work, but you're going, you're meeting with your inner child face-to-face. You're going to talk about the issue. Try and understand how they're feeling. Ask them, how are you feeling about this? How did this make you feel? What do you wish had happened, what can I do 
to help you feel better? What can I do to make you feel safer? What can I do to make you happy again? You want to give your inner child that that attention and that love that maybe your parents didn't give you in that moment, right? And the next method that I would recommend is art therapy. Now, earlier in the first season, I had talked a little bit about using art as a, as a method of therapy. Um, if you didn't listen to, to that month about art therapy using, using art as a healing modality, please go check out those episodes. If art is something you are interested in, if art is something you're good at or something that makes you feel like you're getting cathartic release, Art therapy can be very beneficial for inner child work. So the way you would utilize art therapy in inner child work is you would first want to sit with a memory, sit with a wound, really feel it in your body. And you would want to have paper or some material out in front of you getting ready to do the art. And you would want to make sure that you are transmuting that that feeling, that situation on that paper into a better situation. So sometimes this can be done with writing, writing down on the piece of paper what it is that you experienced, what that situation was, how you felt. You could write down all the feelings on the piece of paper. You could write a short paragraph of what the situation was. You can, you know, just kind of outline, you know, the, just the things that come up for you in words on that piece of paper. Take some paint and paint what you wish it had been over the top. Paint a scene. Paint a feeling. It doesn't have to be pretty. It doesn't have to be perfect. It doesn't even have to look like anything. Be in your heart and get those colors down on that paper. And that, that is what will really, really be the best um, for those of you who are artistic, those of you who need some kind of artistic expression to heal. Um, yeah, so just write down the scenario or draw a picture in pencil on the paper of what it was and over the top of it you want to paint what it could be what you wish it had been maybe you want to paint how you would have fixed it had you been your own parent those kinds of things you want to create the solution in the color in the paint in the colored pencils whatever your medium is okay so once again, just to recap, we have the very first step is mirror work. You could do mirror work. It's super easy. You talk to yourself. You talk to your inner child. You can work through all those issues by having a, you know, just a normal conversation with your inner child. The second one is doing an inner journey where you're actually journeying to your inner child, interacting, playing with them, getting the cathartic release that way and the last one is art therapy utilizing your expression whether 
you know, you can, you guys can even expand on that by doing it as like a dance or doing it as, you know, a craft. But the goal is to focus on those painful memories and find a way to transform them into what you wish you had received in that moment. And just because you're doing it with one memory doesn't mean you're done. Remember, we have many memories from our, from our past. So when you're doing inner child work, make sure that you are continuing to do the work. You don't just do it once and go, okay, I've done inner child work, I'm all done. Yay, I've, I've healed my inner child. No, 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 no. You have so much more work to do. Please do this whenever you notice a trigger come up. Oh, wow, I got super triggered there. I wonder why. Let's do some work, right? All right. So those are some tools for you guys to work with this month because we're all ascending together. Please remember to try some of these practices. Apply them as things come up in your month because we all get triggered. We all have situations that arise where these practices can be of use. So be mindful recognize where your inner child would really love to play. When do you say no? When are you like, oh man, I really want to go do that, but I can't because it would be silly. Let your inner child out. Let them play. Let them roam. And just say no to the critic. You know, your inner child never cared (laughs) when you were a kid. It's only when your parents go, oh my gosh, why are you doing that? That's so embarrassing. Don't shame your inner child. Go run, be free. All right? All right. Well, we have a very exciting month planned with lots of playing for your inner child. We are going to have Jackie Delamar, an inner child healing specialist, on the very end of the month to talk more about this topic in depth. And she is going to be giving you guys an inner child healing. So please, please, please join me the last week of the month for that very special episode. I am so excited and grateful to have you all present and to have you all ascending together. Have a good day, guys. Bye. Are you ready to ascend to the next level? This is Rainbow Raja, your spirit guide calling. Please be sure to keep all arms and legs inside your vessel at all times. I'm just here to remind you to take some time today. Support Rainbow's Rising podcast. Go join the Discord community. Check out the Patreon. 
Get some stickers, custom tarot cards, check out the merch. The merch. You know you want to. Go connect with Rainbow Raja. Maybe even get a session. Who knows? Your support helps make this show possible. And she loves to support you. Help support her too. Once again, this is Rainbow Raja, your spirit guide, guiding you to your ascension.